We are shows what you know We'll always watch TV And if you think we can't We'll watch more and you'll see That's why the people of the web Believe in Jim from Las Vegas And Jacob from Sweden Welcome to Legion Cast, the one and only podcast dedicated to the show, which was so exciting to me. One of my favorite crew members on the Normandy, the robot companion who has, has he no feelings or has he, why can't you romance him? That's the big question we're tackling here today. Hi, I'm Jacob Burrows. Hi, I am Jim Scampoli, and that took me a little bit longer than it should have to get what you were referencing. Uh-huh. I'm referencing the show we're here to discuss yeah, well, I, I mean, if we go inside for a minute, I was like, Normandy, Mal Reynolds, wait, that's not right. No, it's not. It's not right. It was a joke all along. I, I reveal yeah. it. Ah, ah. It's a Mass Effect joke. Everyone look up that. But uh, yeah, yeah, we're actually talking about the TV show Legion, which is not about that. Uh, you're Jim Scampoli, right? Did you say? Yes, I am Jim Scampoli, and I'm going out of my mind. Ah, what's real? What isn't? Do I have these powers that I think I have? Well, I'll tell you what's real. My affection for this show, uh, I think. It's it's hard to say. It could be an illusion, but I guess we'll find out. Um, what about you, Jim? How do you feel about I, Legion? I'm I'm pretty much with. I mean, I guess I'm kind of my role that I've been playing. I'm not I'm not full on negative on this show. I'm not at all. I'm, you know what? I don't even know why I'm bringing this up. I like the show. <laughs> right. I liked it. I definitely have. I have a few uh, little quibbles. Little uh, you know, little things here and there. But it's only episode one. So I'm along for the ride. I really liked what I saw. Uh, I just do. It's even for one episode. I just feel like there are a few things if they keep up, then uh, that could affect my enjoyment. Mm, I do not blame you for that at all. And I would be weirded out if someone said to you, Jim, you're crazy for saying those things. Uh, everything, everything, all of this, more of this, please, forever. This isn't going to get old, any of this stuff. Uh, but anyway, I did also like it. That sounds negative. I did like it. Uh, so we're talking about Legion. What's it actually about? Not a robot, sadly. Well, or is he? We don't know. Uh, what is it about, Jim? Well, Legion is about a man. Ugh, another show about a man, guys. Can you believe it? But uh, it's kind of about... I mean, there's this X-Men tie-in, because I guess the Legion character itself is the son of Professor Xavier. Mm -hmm. Like, if you go into actual canon. Yeah, I also um, read Wikipedia. So Yes. yes. Yeah, because I'm not gonna... Even though I like comic books and stuff, I was never a big X-Men comic guy. I like the cartoon... Mm -hmm. And the movies and stuff like that, but their backstory and the history and everything is so convoluted that I could never get into the actual comics. Yes. But, uh, you know, so this, so what you're thinking is like, oh no, here we go, another superhero thing. Superheroes are in every movie now, then now they got to be in all these TV shows. But this show successfully flips everything upside down, literally and figuratively. Ah! Uh, <laughs> yeah, you like that? Yes. But yes, it's a man who's struggling with, uh, is he a mutant? Is he the most powerful mutant in the world? Or is he just some crazy guy and everything's going on in his head? Which is kind of, in a way, it's kind of a, 
I don't want to say tired trope, but it's like stuff you've seen before. Well, I'm going out. In, on, sorry, I'm go going ahead. out on a limb. I think he's crazy. I think it's all not real. I'm going full OA on this one. A okay, n- yes OA, no legion. <laughs> all right, I um, I don't know. Did you not see the X Men symbol in the O of the of the logo of the show? Ah, it's just a cross. It's just a stop sign. It's like no parking. <laughs> no mutants here. That's what that means. Uh, yeah, no, I mean, obviously, the thing is, we he's, like, struggling. Oh, am I crazy? And we all along are like, just get past this point. Just get to the point where he knows he's not crazy because we know he's not crazy. Or even if he is, he's also magic. So, yes. Well, I mean, I, we keep, we're jumping around a bit. Let me just give you the breakdown from IMDb, written by FX Networks, by the way. Oh, this should be good. Legion, based on the Marvel comics by Chris Claremont and Bill, I'm not going to try, is the story of Scott Young, played by Dan Stevens, a troubled young man who may be more than human. Diagnosed as schizophrenic as a child, Scott has been in and out of psychiatric hospitals for years. Now in his early 20s and free once again, Scott loses himself in the rhythm of the structured regime of life in the, of life in the daily life. What? What? <laughs> Breakfast, lunch, dinner, therapy, medication, sleep. Uh, David spends the rest of his time in his companionable silence alongside his chatterbox friend, Shannon. Wow. Uh, none of these ideas are really <laughs> portrayed in the pilot, I will say. Was that say. like an early pitch? That is not the show at all. Yeah, so far this it? is, yeah, so far this is not the show. No. Uh, uh, chatterbox friend Shannon, played by Aubrey Plaza, a fellow patient whose lifelong and alcohol addiction has done nothing to quell her boundless optimism. Uh, whatever. I'm not going to continue reading FX Network's <laughs> description of the show. How about Basically, we give you some copy? Uh, yeah, what FX. we said. What we said is more true. We're dropped into this guy's life, and we're shown different aspects of it. And as the viewer, we're trying to, as much like the character himself, we're trying to figure out what is real and what isn't. Mm-hmm. And there's a lot of weird things that bleed into each other. And basically different realities that could be real and could be not. Yes. I should mention we will, uh, well, as you can guess, we're going to be talking about the plot of the first episode. But we've only seen the first episode. If you're watching this in the future, it's just a review of the first one. We're probably going to come back at you with more uh, of the rest of the season because we kind of liked it. But yeah, we'll be spoiling episode one, which isn't really super spoilable usually. And I, I, I mean, I think we kind of both said we haven't read the comics, so we don't even have that weird, like, well, in the comics, it's like this. We're just yeah. going off just the show and just the pilot. Um, in I a didn't way, even read that far on Wikipedia, you know? Yeah, in a way, it's, it's much like most pilots, it's kind of hard to spoil. Yeah. But again, if you're someone who likes to be very, you know, uh, fresh, fresh and so clean... Just take from what we're saying here is that we liked it. Maybe check out the pilot and then come back here and we'll discuss some of the specifics. Yes, and do put your opinions in the comments since we'll be coming back to this. We will bring up your feedback in our next episode on Legion. But anyway, let's get into the episode. It does start with a pretty interesting montage. Montage? Montage that has me, uh, like, I liked it. Pretty much at once. It's a, it's a weird montage, uh, but everything about this is weird. Actually, your instant reaction video pretty much covers it as far as, like, initial reaction to the show, where you're just going, what? To all of yes. it. Yeah. yeah That's a sh- great video. Everyone should watch that. Yes, please. If you're on our YouTube, watch it. Mm. Uh, so we get that montage thing uh, showing bits and pieces of his life. 
which is a kind of a nice way to introduce us to the fact that this show is trying to put all its style in your face. It's spewing style at you, and it's gonna do it's gonna do what it wants with these things. That's kind of what it's saying, right? It's it's aggressively yeah. hitting you over the head with it. Right at yeah, the and they top. have like they have a few similar like montages or quick cut takes, and yeah, they're, they're everything's kind of flashy and w- with the music and what have you. So, uh, they're really putting it all out there for you, really yeah, trying to yeah. give you a, a smorgasbord of information and questions. Mm. Um, and in a way, it's it's not quite style over substance. But that's kind of what I was uh, referencing a little bit. Yeah, yeah, where that it's dangerously close, kind of. And, and one thing that maybe you'll learn about shows which you know, uh, Jacob and I, because we did the same thing with Westworld. Like, when the first episode happened, we're like, oh, we really like it, but oh, what if it gets bad? What if it gets bad? <laughs> and yeah. I mean, that's kind of a staple, because when you watch a lot of TV... You know, you win some, you lose some. And mm-hmm. sometimes there are shows with a lot of promise from the beginning, and then by the end of, maybe not even the end of the first season, maybe just the middle of the first season, you're like, oh, remember when I was really excited for this? So mm-hmm. don't mistake our, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Cynicism? Uh, it's not really cynicism, but it's more like hesitation, caution? I would say. Yeah, 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 caution. Yeah, hesitation or caution. Don't mistake that for being negative. It's it's just more so like there's a lot of great stuff here, but we've had shows that give you a lot and never quite pay it off. So basically what, what I'm saying is I'm loving the setup. I'm loving what they're doing here. Yeah. But yeah. uh, but it could get annoying. It, it totally could get annoying. Yeah, that's basically kind of what I thought as well, because it's not necessarily like style over plot, but it, rather I would say that plot and style are so tied together here uh that it's it's a big it's a big jumbly kind of could become a mess but it's not a mess it's it's like are they gonna run out of cool camera tricks like if the if the plot is driven by cool stuff visually then how is that gonna hold up in the long run are they gonna keep doing that and is is it gonna get exhausting for us the viewers and and, and one thing i mean one thing that keeps the excitement up is noah holly or Haley, whatever his name is yeah who did uh fargo uh series which another was another series that i was like oh this is not gonna work yeah. he wants to see a fucking fargo tv show the movie's great stop and then it was then the tv show was great and then season two was great and so there's definitely a lot of skill there. So there's a lot of trust uh, to be given with the people behind the scenes. Yes. Maybe not, beh- maybe not Aubrey Plaza, uh, mm. but uh, everyone else. Mwah, mwah. Sure. <laughs> and uh, yeah, the show is very much... Uh, I mean, I'm full of myself. Let me preface this by saying that. Like, I'm very much in love with myself, but so is this show, uh, to be fair. And yes. there's a lot yeah. of confidence that is, as you said, very, very partially earned, but they're doing something new here, and one can't help but be a little cautious with, I mean, the, the dance. Like, what was that about? <laughs> yeah. You know, there's some parts where you're like, okay, so I hope it's not going to be just a lot of this. Uh, but at the same time, uh, this was a longer than usual episode, right? They're not all going to be this long. Yeah, it was. It was like an hour at least, right? It, felt it like was like I mean, without I think on TV it was an hour and a half, but without commercials it was like right. an hour and ten minutes or something. Uh, yeah. One thing I did really like about the style and the way it kept you 
guessing a bit and like off kilter was that you could I couldn't nail down the time period. I kept trying to guess like, wait a minute, is this in the past? Is this not because it they were using weird like pastiches that are like retro, but then there was technology that was now. Uh, and I mean, obviously, it was very deliberate because the show, for the most part, is always just trying to keep you guessing on what's happening. Yeah. Uh, and again, that, that's what we're talking about and what's good and bad, because that's it's kind of it's it's interesting to watch something and not know where it's going, because there's so many times now, especially dealing with like, I guess, a quote superhero, even though this isn't like a technical superhero, but in a superhero show, you kind of know exactly who the hero and what's going on. Mm-hmm. But uh, with this show, you're always guessing what's what. But that could just be frustrating over time. Yeah, but uh, um, I didn't get that at all. That it was like in a, in the past. I just assumed present present day. I well, I you didn't see like the way like his sister, like her style and kind of like the palette, the color palette and stuff like that, and um, and even That's like true. yeah, somewhat the lighting. Like it wasn't quite in your face stuff, but. There were definitely a, a there was enough there where personally I was like not so much when they were you know running around the city or something, but when he was in the hospital and like yeah when he got a visit from his sister and some of that stuff the the way the style was whether yeah now, the, now that you the, say it I that, that I can I can see what you mean with like the the feeling of it is like mm-hmm. uh one flew over the cuckoo's nest uh yes, madhouse exactly. kind of yes. Uh, with the robes and everything, but uh, yeah, I, I I didn't think about it. I thought that of that as just style. Although I'll ask you, am I crazy for thinking the sister was his mother? Am I a crazy no? I, that's exactly what I thought uh, too, okay. and uh, <laughs> and I didn't make the connection it was his sister until like way later when he said something like it being yeah, his sister. Li- well, yeah, they literally said it. I I thought like, wow, her his his mom has a really young boyfriend, and then he said like, you remember my brother or something too. and i'm like oh okay <laughs> i was gonna google their ages but um like for example i watched prisoner of azkaban and you know alan rickman's like 15 years older than remus lupin but they're supposed to have been in school together uh that's a separate video but i'm just yeah, saying i don't even remember who remus lupin is he's the werewolf guy Spoiler ah the werewolf guy Mm. so great movie spoilers <laughs> anyway uh so th- my first thought was i really liked the montage at the start my second thought yeah. was we better not spend too much time in this mental hospital like this better Oof. not be the mental hospital show where we never find out if anything's real or not and they didn't do too much of that i felt like it was a good pretty much a good balance and they got they got the girl in early because what happens is he's kind of fallen in love with this other inmate that's not the right word patient um mm-hmm. So that's kind of happening pretty quick, and we're jumping around a lot. There's an unreliable narrator thing going on, obviously, because he might be crazy. But yeah, also, I meant to I meant to ask you about that because you're usually not a fan of unreliable narrators, right? Mm, like when? But I, I what? I think when West, I think in Westworld talk, you'd mentioned you're not a fan of unreliable narrators, but I could be wrong. Whatever. I just don't. I just don't like when shows uh, try to trick me, uh, kind of. Uh, yeah. and I guess that's kind of what it is, but I mean, it's pretty straight up, uh, honest with us about him being crazy. So like I'm, I'm on board as far as that is, but, uh, it could get to be too much, but I was like, it, it starts with these characters and talking and, and they're likable. I even, even could stomach Aubrey Plaza in this. So yeah, I agree. <laughs> I mean, I know I took a shot at her, but like, she's fine for the, 
for the part that she's playing. I'm not really a big fan per se, but no. uh, yeah, she's fine for the part she's playing. Now, would you describe this uh, this this woman of interest, the his his quote girlfriend? Would you describe her as a manic pixie dream girl? Um, no, I wouldn't because uh, she doesn't play the ukulele. If that comes up in episode three, it, I'm going to be on your side with that. But uh, there's definitely an element of like, yeah, this is not a real like healthy relationship. There's there's that movie. What's It's kind of a funny story, which is about this teenager who falls in love. He commits himself to a mental institution and falls in love with, with this girl who's there. That's the plot. Yeah. And we're kind of supposed to be on board with all of it. It's not a terrible movie, but it has this has the same sort of vibe that neither of them is uh seems like a regular person really. So that's why uh, I I think she's just a hot girl. So that's why it makes sense his reactions. It's he do, she doesn't even have that many dream girl qualities except being hot. She doesn't have too much of a personality to be honest. We're all wrapped up in his weird well, confused head. Although I guess here's here's the rub. Now you said that you think he's just crazy. If he's just crazy and that girl just doesn't like to be touched, boom, manic pixie dream girl. That's just her quirk thing. <laughs> That's her quirk well, thing where it's like the, the the only thing that made me think it and I'm I'm only bringing up the manic pixie manic pixie dream girl trope as kind of a goof, mm-hmm. but the only thing that made me think of it was the whole like would you be my girlfriend? Yeah. Uh, oh no, just don't touch me. Yes. That felt like something out of one of those movies. And I think I thought oh, of yeah. <laughs> even though I never saw that movie you referenced, I did think of that. Yeah. Uh and that just felt like one of those moments out of, you know, some mumblecore movie. Uh for <laughs> <Yeah. or> 500 <laughs> Days of Summer. Uh yeah, for exactly. sure. And yeah, yeah, no, I see what you mean, but uh, I I feel like we're we're safe still. We're not there yet. We, mm-hmm. but I I mean I see your concerns and I see your, see your input. Yeah, for sure. Um, for some reason I wrote this down. Could you figure help me figure out what I mean by this? I wrote that people who believe in the Mandela effect would love this show. I don't know what that means. Well, exactly. I mean, for people that don't know, the Mandela effect is this thought of of time streams, like different time streams, and that's why someone will remember. Or there'll be people on these internet groups that all think Nelson Mandela died at a certain time when he didn't, or the whole Ber- Berenstein Bears, it's, Baron- it's spelled S-T-A-N and not yeah. S-T-E-N, and everyone's like, I remember, I remember it this way. And instead of admitting that maybe they were just wrong, they mm-hmm. have to say, clearly something happened in the time stream. I think that works for this show because this show does have... Like, uh, like the the weird jumps, and it, it almost feels like it could be something like that. Where is he jumping from realities, or is he just jumping in in his head to yeah. different things? And add to that all the other powers in the mix of him, like he's in a flashback, and then the girl appears and starts talking to him and explaining, like, no, no, oh, we're not right. really here. We're in the past. Like, no, yeah. you're in the this you're is remembering your memory. This. Yeah, yeah, I'm yeah. here. I'm only here in the memory of the day, which I'm I I mean I here. I thought that was kind of cool. Um, that was cool. Uh, so I'm not complaining. I, and actually, I, I wrote down the Mandela thing way before that, so I don't even remember what I was referring to. I'll do some digging. I'll try to figure it out. Maybe that part disappeared from the episode. We yeah. don't know. <laughs> um, <laughs> but I, one thing I did say about this concerning what she said about it. Um, 
feeling like uh what were you saying it's it, it, your concerns for episode two um I, I wrote that this felt like a movie and i didn't mean that in the same sort of boring standard wow great lenses like that's not what i meant i wasn't yeah. <laughs> saying that I, I was saying like this like when i was 20 minutes into it or 15 minutes in i felt like it was a movie that would end like, which is probably, I mean, that's a good thing if you have that cinematic feeling to it, but it also made me concerned for, like, I have no idea what's going to come next, which in a way is a good thing, but also there's that caution and worry of, like, I don't know uh, if this is, like, how are they going to build this? What is the show? I think there's kind of an answer by the end of the episode that it's uh, about, well, it's a different kind of superhero thing, which... It's amazing that we don't have more of, right? It's We should have so many variations, and now we're starting to get, like, people mixing in other genres, like, obviously, uh, sitcom with uh, super-powered... What's that show again? Oh, Powerless. Powerless, yeah. 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 So, uh, and this is kind of like, we're doing a different thing. I, I think they even said, like, oh, you know, it's like the villain side, in a bit, in a way. Like, he's obviously some sort of anti-hero, which... Again, amazing that we don't have like a whole slew of those shows, right? Yeah, yeah. And and no, I like your point though, because that's kind of what we were saying at the beginning, but I feel like that's a better way to put it when we're when we're talking about our caution, because it does you're right, it does feel like this feels like a great mini series or something, at least for what what we've seen so far. It's yeah, hard yeah. to see exactly how it becomes a series unless it just settles in as a standard like unless like you know five episodes in all of a sudden it's like okay well no he's a hero or yeah. he's a powerful mutant anti-hero whatever so in a way that would kind of be a letdown because mm-hmm. you want the show to be like this fresh weird thing but it's hard to see how they could do that over like multiple seasons if that's even the plan i don't know is it supposed to be oh, i'd imagine I, I can't imagine it'd be like fargo where all of a sudden it's a different story um yeah. But no, I think that's a great way to put it because, yes, it, it feels like something that should have a, like a definitive ending, but very soon rather than something that's going to play out over f- three to five years or something like that. Yeah, yeah. Especially with like the style being so intense, it's, hard, it's difficult to know how much we'll be able to take. And the fact that the story in the first episode is really well centered around this fact that this girl disappeared and there's this mystery of like where like everyone's asking him where the girl went what's happening and we're piecing that together and now we know those things like we resolved the story of the first episode granted there's going to be more stuff of him like figuring out what he wants to do with his powers yeah and and everything but that's where the worry comes in of like oh is he just gonna do the thing like is he gonna have a montage now a different yeah. kind of montage where he's just training well, is he gonna be neil what's gonna happen uh well which is exciting i'm not complaining yes yeah for sure well even with like the the on one hand with the plot of the pilot it's muddled on purpose because again like you said it's an unreliable narrator we're trying to figure out if this person is crazy or not mm-hmm. but then it, there are weird little things that like Everyone gets trapped in the walls or whatever. Well, I mean, yeah. I guess picking up where we were, you know, he builds this relationship with a girl who doesn't want to be touched. And in the midst of that, we're still getting weird flashes to his life of how, you know, he's heard voices. And, uh, you know, is it that he's crazy or is he hearing people's thoughts and he just can't control his power? And then or he can make things float and 
is it just the fact that he's so out of control that his powers keep going wrong and now he's here in the hospital he meets this girl she doesn't want to be touched and then she's they kind of have this budding relationship and then she's about to leave and he kisses her and then freaky friday happens and they switch bodies uh mm-hmm. where he's her and she's him now i i guess it's inferred that now that she's in his body and has his powers, it's even worse because she's even more confused at what she can do. And is she the one that causes that? Like, people are trapped in the walls and yes. things are crazy? Yeah. But then, didn't it show that she was trapped in the wall? Yeah. I don't know what happened there. <laughs> so I guess it's assumed that the other lady who's kind of the... Professor X of this that gets introduced towards the end of the show. Um, let me look at her uh, character name. I hate yeah. when I'm just like, you know, the lady. <laughs> I should have already had this stuff ready. Uh, give me one second here. Miss Xavier, you know, the uh, Melanie. Melanie Bird. Yes, Melanie Bird, played by Jean Smart. I like that actress a lot, by the way, Jean yeah, Smart. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, it's. Just, I guess it's assumed because she's kind of like the leader. She's the one that's like, there's this war coming, or there's this thing happening, and we need you. Yeah. I guess it's assumed that she broke her out or whatever. and But then they just do that thing where they switch bodies, but then at a certain point, he's just him again. Mm-hmm. And again, I don't need this huge explanation, but I guess you just assume that's part of the power. It eventually wears off, and then you're you. Yeah, and I And the other so. person's them. <laughs> I, I guess, but <laughs> uh, I mean, I see what you mean about rules, because I mean, there's this thing where... If you do something, like, if you're doing a story that's crazy, you're going to want to keep your descriptions kind of plain and understandable because what you are describing is so crazy. Like, if you're writing a fantasy story and you're describing magic, you don't want to be all poetic about it and, like, it was like a flower unfolding and blah, 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 (laughs) uh, because you actually want the reader to follow what's happening. Now, I mean that the style in this case is kind of like the poetry angle because they're doing crazy stuff with the style. And then, I mean, this is part of the point. So I'm not complaining as such, but it's going to make it a bit hard to follow or even like annoying sometimes that you don't really, can't really figure that stuff out. Now, I'm sure they'll get into a lot of that stuff I mean, that's probably one of the many things they can do uh, in the future that's not a a standard uh, cliche montage. Sure. Yeah, yeah, you're right. And and I'm not complaining either, but because because it is part it's part of the experience and it's working for what the show's doing. But yes, it will have to kind of get to a point where you don't have to completely spell out rules, but there should be something where you get a little bit more understanding. Yes, uh, and you're not always filling in the blanks because I'm still I'm I'm still digging it. So yeah, I mean, w- as far as the plot's concerned, yes. Then he's himself, but he's out of the hospital now, and uh, he gets picked up by uh, some other shadow government, secret organization, whatever. Mm-hmm. And they're the ones that claim he's the most powerful mutant in the world. But then I guess if your theory is maybe that he's just crazy, is he just still back in the hospital or or is he just imagining this or w- what's your take on that? I mean, that was a joke. He's clearly, uh, <laughs> he's clearly <laughs> right, a mutant. Right. Uh, right. but, I thought uh, you were taking a hard stance. 
Well, I mean, sometimes my jokes turn out to be uh, oddly apt. Everyone check yeah. out my hashtag Jughead is a ghost theory over on the Riverdale videos. Uh, but uh, <laughs> basically, uh, he's 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 in there and he's being interrogated and we're jumping back and forth with that throughout. Um and there's memories and what is a memory and what is not. And as we said, that's complicated because he's in a memory and then she starts talking from the back of some guy's head and they start doing plot plotting how he's going to get out of there. Uh, some of the style stuff is a little distracting. I was going to add that on to what we were saying. Like, even though it's good, it's also like some of it feels like the hand of the filmmaker is showing a little bit. Like, when he's in that flashback, it goes to a, a more widescreen thing, like the, the bars. Yeah, the it goes bars. letterbox at one point. Because I, I thought, I couldn't... When that happened, I was like, wait a minute, has it always been letterbox? <laughs> that just happened. <laughs> yeah. But how do you, like, explain that as far as he's crazy? Like, that's such a clearly not just his head thing it feels like that's mm-hmm. like this, this show kind of made me understand why some people are annoyed with scott pilgrim the movie because uh, i really like scott pilgrim versus the world but uh i get i guess i could see i guess i could see why some people are fed up with it you know does that make yeah. sense because no, it's it so makes sense. It's, the style is so much uh tied in with what's going on that you can't like you you might you might go like just do a fucking story like do stop fucking around with all this nonsense like it's all fleeting nothingness i'm being a character now i'm not saying that's what it is i'm just saying i could understand that yeah. uh, about scott pilgrim <laughs> well because it gets to the point like because the show the the show is so much fucking with the audience as well yes. like that's such a big part of it that it gets to the point where it's like, all right, I get it. You're fucking with me. But uh, can we just do the fucking start show now? Uh, I mean, because, yeah, there are like little weird things where like, and I'm sure this is just something that I hope would pay off where, you know, he's sleeping and then the camera would go underneath the bed into this weird tunnel. And then mm-hmm. when he gets gassed and he passes out, the camera pulls back and you're almost in like a brainstem type thing. Like the way it pulls back, you start to see what could be maybe the inside of a mind or a brain like through a, this weird cavern. Yeah, um, and there's that weird troll thing that's in the shadows all the time looking yes. at Yes, yeah, and there's weird things in the background because even in his flashbacks when he's a kid, there's like someone peeks out from behind a tree and I'm sure there's a bunch of things I haven't that I missed. I'm sure if you go on Reddit, there's all these stills and graphs and different things they've had, which is Timelines. nice. It's, it, it's nice that it's a dense show. Yeah. And again, it's only the first episode, so I'm sure we'll get a better sense uh, of of what that means. But yeah. you're right. So then when you have all this other stuff and then you just throw letter boxes on for a moment, it's kind of like, all right, what are you doing, man? Like, <laughs> let's, let's do this. Yeah. Uh, one interesting thing, speaking of Reddit, this is kind of a quick aside. Uh, the way this show is definitely made to want to like rewatch and try to take in some of the stuff whether it ends up meaning anything or not is to be seen mm-hmm. but someone pointed out like he eats a lot of waffles that's clearly a stranger things reference it's like <laughs> no it isn't shut up <laughs> wow people will not like chill ever <laughs> everything's connected jim i don't know if you know they're but, like uh, yeah, he was in a pool and stuff happened. That's clearly let the right one in. And it's like, no, I don't think it's clear that that's what that is. No, uh, it's just it's just culture, man. That's just what happens. I was going to say that if someone tries to like make a timeline thing of this, it's like, no, like don't 
do that. Like they did. They, I, I feel like they're. Well, I, I said that about Westworld too. So what do <laughs> I know? But I'm just saying, like they're fucking with us to the point of like. It would be stupid to try to figure stuff out. Kind of does that? Does that make me crazy? Like it would, be especially at to, this point. At this yeah. point, it's dumb to sit there and try to, I mean, unless you just know you're just guessing and throwing shit at the wall. That's mm-hmm. fine. But yeah, at this point, with only one episode, it's it's you know I don't know if it's coming across from what we're saying. I, I, like I know we keep saying we're not being negative, and we're not. Like <laughs> it's it's great that this is on TV. It's great that a weird show. Yeah. And it's confident enough in the audience that they're going to do some weird shit and just trust you. You're intelligent enough to kind of go with it. Uh, but yeah, there's no point in trying to figure it all out now. Yeah, I was going to say, isn't it weird that this is what TV is now? Isn't that <laughs> fucking crazy? Well, we, I, like, yeah, just 10 years ago compared to that. Or yeah, 10 years ago is enough. We don't even have to go back further than that. Uh, well, to it, see how crazy this is, and it's it's great for us if we want to do a show where we kind of pick stuff apart and discuss things. This this type of show is a nice gift on a platter. It's like here you go, figure this out, you piece <laughs> yeah. of shit. Yeah, <laughs> and um, yeah, I, I mean, I feel like trying to figure it out is they're so blatantly doing stuff, kind of just cause, but not in a way where it's annoying to me. But yeah, it, some of the details, letterboxing, the dance. Stuff like that, it doesn't have a deeper meaning, I promise you. And if someone tries to say it does, well, that's the same as uh, saying Jughead's a ghost. Like, you can do it, but uh, it's it, like, <laughs> that's like trying to f- say that it's a Stranger Thing ref- to things reference. Yeah. It's, it's, it's just, it's not. I mean, yeah, it's clearly let the right one in. It's clearly uh, a Stranger Things also kissing someone to switch bodies. That's clearly a reference to Yamada-kun and the Seven Witches. Uh, <laughs> we should study that in detail to see how this story will develop because that's so the same thing. That's the thing that happens. That's an anime where that happens. There's like uh, eight nice. animes about body switching kisses, though, so that doesn't really say much. Well, nice anime call out. Yeah, the dance was definitely a bit much. That was one of the moments where I kind of rolled my eyes. Like, it's a cool, trippy dream thing to do, and I know this show's kind of trying to be like a weird fever dream or whatever, mm-hmm. but that that felt more on the nose of like, look at the thing, whereas I feel like the show is doing a good job of giving you that feeling without without really having to do that. Um, yeah. Also, what was up with that quick shot where he's like, the demon with the yellow eyes, and he's like eating VHS tape or whatever? That was oh, yeah. cool. <laughs> that there was like text on the screen? Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Some text shot up. Uh, and then I assume, although maybe this is too obvious when it kept showing the fat guy, I assume that's the blob from X-Men, but maybe that's too surface Wikipedia knowledge of X-Men to be right. But, uh, that's what I assumed it was. I don't know. Everyone loves connecting stuff like that. I mean, the people making stuff like connecting stuff like that. So could Mm. be, but. You know, that's what I felt about the... I didn't dislike the dance stuff, but I did feel like it wasn't... Like, it, there wasn't anything deeper to it. Like, there clearly wasn't. But on the other hand, it's like poetry. It rhymes. Yeah, so. that's right. It rhymes. It's like sand. Yes. It's coarse and it gets everywhere. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and then, I mean, what? so then when it gets to the point where she comes in for the big save and they're busting him out of this, you know, complex or whatever they had him kept in. It was like some old school or something. Was it Xavier's Academy? <gasps> Who knows? No. Um, but it, it, what was interesting, I thought, was when we finally get to the kind of superhero fight showdown, 
that felt disconnected from the rest of the show. And I feel like obviously that's what they were going for. Mm-hmm. And 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 mission successful. I mean, I guess part of it was the effects weren't that great, but it yeah. just felt like it still just felt like, wow, wow, that that's right. This stuff happens in these types of shows. Yeah. Yeah, because we learned, we've already like gone through, we're like, oh, it's a psychological thing. It's about his mind and, and weird powers. It almost feels like kind of outcast in a way, more than yeah. more than X-Men. But then, yeah, then it's this scene where there's a big fight, uh, runaway thing, and they're filming it all in one shot. And I, di- I, I even thought, like, am I supposed to be impressed by this I, i'm not sure i wasn't super impressed <laughs> yeah no nah, it wasn't super impressive uh i mean it was it was kind of cool but it just it felt detached and i don't think in a bad way it was just a weird reminder of like you know or, or whether it be a reminder or like a hopeful link to some people that turned it on hoping for like an x-men show and they yeah. were like bummed <laughs> out it's like no no don't worry look Look, we got mutants fighting and running and guns and shit. Don't worry, yes. man. We got stuff for you too. Yes, it is a superhero show, Jim. We we can't forget about that, and we haven't showed it for about an hour, so we got to get it in right at the end there. Uh, <laughs> we got to fit it in. Was that guy flipping things with his hands? And it's almost like they did what I was talking about before w- with the one shot that they were saying like. This is very much real. This is the least like styly, weirdy thing we're doing because we want yeah. to show you that it's really happening. Um, yeah. to do a contrast type thing, and I think that's. I mean, he he he. I, I he asked the question at the end, and I hope that's kind of the end of of that whole issue. He says like, "Is this real? Is this happening?" And she's like, "Yeah." So I hope there's no more of that doubting. Like, I hope we're past that, and now we get into other stuff. What do you think? Yeah, I think a little bit, but I think just the fact that Aubrey Plaza is his uh, going to be his weird ghost, because I imagine that's not the last we've seen of her. No, um, it's not. When she's talking about titties or whatever, where she's uh-huh. like, ah, titties. I would just touch titties all the time, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, so I think that's going to be a nice link to the mental hospital. Um, well, I hope it's yeah. not where we're yeah we're like back there sometimes i hope it's not like that yeah but it it might be the weird nagging thought of like you know she could be she could be the one that's like why are you listening this isn't real you're still this person you're still crazy this is nothing i'm Mm -hmm. sure with that character it's it'll still be the doubt there yeah that's true i mean that's i'm fine with some of that i just thinking we don't want to keep jumping back and forth to the degree we did in the first episode but then like yeah we're moving forward but we're still going back and still doing that but by the way everyone did did they die at the hospital how did that happen she just freaked out when he she was in his body but did we see that we didn't see it now we just kind of saw she started to freak freak out in his body and I think everyone was just locked in the wall, except poor Aubrey Plaza got locked like in between the wall and killed by the wall. Oh, right? that's what I that guess. was, right? Yeah, because yeah. I, I I couldn't see what was going on. I didn't follow, and I was in a haze. But uh, yeah, that that's now that you mention it, that is what that was. It um, was. I didn't quite. I wasn't quite sure if it was her either, because it was kind of dark. Yeah, um, exactly. But then when she shows up in his head or whatever, she kind of breaks it down. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, I, I, I don't know if we'll, like, I, I, we were kind of talking about it before. I don't know if it's just, we just assume that Lady Professor X came and saved him. 
<laughs> well, I mean, you can knock down a door. They weren't like they were. They were in the rooms. They just weren't doors. Oh yeah, That's the doors were gone. That's what it was. Yeah, no, so, you're right. You're right. But if the doors were gone, why was she stuck in the wall? <laughs> anyway, it doesn't matter. <laughs> we get it. Uh, it's all very good. It's a good show. We're going to keep discussing it as it moves forward and see where it takes us. I'm excited to get on the uh, Normandy uh, train to, uh, you know, get on. I don't know what I'm doing. We need yeah, names. You're, do- stuff, you're doing but... your callback. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I, let's see what that dog thing was already. Huh, guys? What was that dog in the cage? I don't even know what you're talking about. You don't remember? About. No. When, Which... um, when the guy walks out of the interrogation room, and then the, you see that he's like at the bottom of a pool or in a wall or whatever, and then he does oh, yeah. the thing, and then he goes and talks to the guy watching on the camera, and they keep cutting to the, how they have this like hellhound or something in a cage. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah but like, they were just... I just felt like they were just showing weird stuff, like there was a theater and some people were watching a movie or something, and <laughs> so I wasn't even considering it that much. But anyway, good episode. Uh, what are your opinions? Leave them in a comment uh, yes. on our YouTube or showswhatyouknow.com. You can also email us at showswhatyouknowshow at gmail.com. Uh, what else, Jim? Please uh, subscribe on YouTube and also subscribe on iTunes. And you can also find more from me at jimandthem.com. And you can find more from Jacob at awesomepedia.org. That's right, everybody. Now, keep. we need a tagline. I'm not going to improvise it. It's going to be more callbacks. It's going to be awful. Uh, see you next time. Was that, was that the tagline? <laughs> no, I'm saying, I'm saying if you have one, I mean, go for it. Uh, I do not. Oh, all right. You threw me <laughs> off. Uh, I think the tagline is, uh, see you on your couch watching TV. <laughs> time at Legion specific. <laughs> oh, uh, catch you in the funny papers. <laughs> <laughs> Legion this. Uh, yeah. All right. Legionnaires. Legion. Oh. All right. We're stopping this. All right. Stopping this. <laughs> Uh, We're done? Yeah, we're done. Uh, Stop everything. Just cancel everything. (laughs) Cancel, delete all the files.